You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. And we are speaking about Ilhan Omar. She's a representative congresswoman here in Minnesota. Um, what a shame, what a shame. I know. I know it's a shame, but what what can I do? I didn't vote for her. And this article I'm about to show you guys here, ladies and gentlemen, is a very, very, very scathing piece that says that Minneapolis leaders have had enough of Ilhan Omar's insincere apologies and anti-Semitism. All right. It says that Jewish financial influence to control society. Jews have dual loyalty. Jews are comprising to take over the world. Jews are hip hypnotizing humanity. These are tropes and sentiments that are given out by Ilhan Omar. She makes apologies, but then she makes other very anti-Semitic statements. What do you think about this here, Barry? Well, first of all, to continue embarrassing you in front of your public, um, she's your congresswoman. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and I know you didn't do it, and I... I just, I just, I don't know. It's, I get some perverse pleasure in mentioning that. Um, my condolences. The, the thing she says, the anti-Semitism of Congresswoman Omar, um, are not invented by her. They were used actually very heavily in the 20s and 30s by the Nazi Party to justify the mass extermination of Jews. That Jews are controlling the world. That they're hypnotizing the world. Although she adds Islam to it by praying that Allah will free the world from the Jewish hypnosis. Um, I can tell you that it's insanity, but it's said with the idea of changing policy towards Jewish Americans. Um, I could go through quote after quote after quote. They're horrible. They're anti-Israel. They're anti-Jewish. What really shocks me, I think more than her over anti-Semitism, Germaine, is the fact that while some Democrats, and I give credit to Nancy Pelosi today on this subject, that have censored her, Germaine, they left her on the Foreign Affairs Committee, maybe the most powerful committee in the U.S. Congress, mm -hmm. where she can throw around her insanity. The other day, she had a scathing attack on someone I happen to know, former uh, Under Secretary of State, Elliot Abrams, and accused him of promoting genocide. He's the representative of the United States to Venezuela trying to sort that out. And she went after him with a scathing, insane um, series of charges and then told him he's not allowed to respond. And the Democratic chairperson supported her. So her crazy behavior is being supported by the rest of the Democrats. I'll give you another example. Bernie Sanders, your favorite presidential candidate, <laughs> just kidding, uh, came out, <laughs> I just love to make you laugh, uh, came out the other day and said he talked to Elon Omar and all my brothers, my Muslim brothers and sisters deserve and will receive my support. Not a single word about the garbage that comes out of her mouth. Socialists love socialists. And if you're one of them, you can say practically anything. 
but socialism is your religion and it is more important than anything else. And so Bernie Sanders endorses her. She loves him. Let's take over the government. Let's tax it 70 or 80 percent. Everybody gets free stuff. Kumbaya. Isn't that great? Well, that's what they believe. And that's why they're banding together. And I'm really sad, truly sad, that she hasn't been censored by the Congress. She should have been. And removed from all committee assignments, she should have been. Because mm -hmm. look, racism of any kind is not acceptable. When this Republican guy, King, mouthed off and said some, I thought, racist statements, the Republicans fired him. Yep, they couldn't they got rid of him. office, but they yanked him. Elon Omar has been saying much worse stuff and still stay, saying much worse stuff. And her apologies are, quite frankly, um, not apologies at all. They're sort of misdirections and subject changes. And what happens? The Dems leave her. And they could very easily replace her with another Democrat because they control the committees. And why don't they? I'm afraid it's because they don't want to alienate the far, far, far left of the Democrat Party. Mm -mm -mm. And I have another uh, little piece here that I would like to read in this article. And Barry, one thing I know is that liberal Jews, um, for some reason, they don't believe that liberalism aims to destroy them. I don't know if it's because they're naive or um, they just have uh, that type of compassion. But Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz, who's a Democrat, decided to hold um, a meeting with a group of leaders in Minneapolis who invited Omar to an educational discussion about the issues of sensitivity to the Jewish community. In a two-hour meeting at Latz's home, Jewish leaders respectfully explained to Omar that criticism of Israel must not include anti-Semitic stereotypes. Most attendees came away troubled by Omar's response, Lat says, yet uh, hopeful her attitude would change. As it happens, things are worse. Omar deceived the Jewish community about her support for BDS, Boycott Divestment Sanctions Movement, that uses double standards to delegitimize and demonize Israel as the world's pariah. Now, Barry, with this information being known it looks like she is going to be in deep doo-doo um the jewish community is not happy about it um she's pissing off other uh democrats uh, do you do you think this might be her last hurrah this this will be her last term do you think they're going to try to get her kicked off well i would if i lived in minnesota and i was in your <laughs> district but like you know, you and I are chatting today and you're and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm so embarrassed. She's my representative. I'm going to vote for, you know, uh, Daffy Duck instead of her if Daffy Duck runs. The problem is that you've got a huge Muslim um, community in Minneapolis that whatever she did, they'll vote for her. And no matter how horrific it is, they'll vote for her. There's this guy, Yusuf Abdallah, that... Um, has the most racist, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel statements you've ever read, and he fundraises for her, and she appears on stage with him and is planning to in the next couple of weeks. And when you read his stuff, 
you think, oh my God, this is insane. Who could believe this? Who's going to listen to this guy? And yet, Elon Omar does because he is a big fundraiser for her. So they appear on stage, huggy and kissy face, like their best allies, which honestly I think they are. And, you know, the old adage, you're known by the friends you keep. Mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't show up with this guy. I assure you, I sure as <laughs> wouldn't. And, and I wouldn't pull the usual, well, I don't believe in everything he says, but he does raise money for me, so he's my friend. That's BS. Run away from anyone that spews hatred. She doesn't. She runs to the people that spew hatred. And sadly, she got elected. She's in Keith Ellison's old seat. He is now your attorney general in spite oh, of the fact that I'm just, I, boy, I just can't stop beating on Jermaine. <laughs> um, and he got elected in spite of uh, apparently beating up his own girlfriend repeatedly. And those charges weren't investigated. No one believed her. It was in front of a Republican senatorial justice, um, sorry, judicial committee hearing. He would have been run out of town. Instead, he's your attorney general. And she is his successor. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.